Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay at Corinne Insight and these are going to be our weekly messages. I should be doing the shuffling thing on the screen if you're watching the video. Right, so what do I want to say about this week? I probably, I'm doing these well in advance if you guys know. I do want to say a word about that. Usually when I get the, I'm going to call it an urge, but I don't think it's an urge. It doesn't feel like it's from me. It usually feels, well, it is. Everything's from us, really. So it's hard to kind of word this. So this is one of the reasons that there aren't a lot of talks going up at the moment. It's a very kind of show, don't tell kind of season, I get. And so the it's really great for readings. It's really great for those kinds of messages. I had two dreams last night and this I'm recording this on the 31st of October. Um, so I had two dreams last night that were, and I don't usually get dreams like that, that are really vivid and clear, which kind of confirms for me this whole thing of, um, like work with the energies in a very scorpionic or very water kind of way. It doesn't have to be logical and, um, with a lot of reason. I, I know everything seems to be in, you know, uh, feminine signs at the moment. If you look at, I mean, I know the nodes are in Libra and Aries. But if you think about everything else, especially as I sit here recording this, although by the time that this goes up, um, Venus will be in Libra, which will be excellent. And I, I, I kind of feel that coming up in this reading as well, as you'll see. So there probably hasn't been a lot of talks going up in that time unless something grabbed me and <laughs> I recorded it. But I do want to say this, whenever I get this thing of, you know, do the readings in advance or, you know, just that knocking on the intuitive door as I like to call it there's usually a reason you know something usually happens where I wouldn't have had the time so whenever I'm supposed to do messages the messages will come a week early two weeks early three weeks early say hey do them get them out the way or do a monthly instead of a weekly you know so I always know so if I'm I'm a collective reader right so if the collective if there's a message for the collective, I will get it to the collective, no matter what is going on in my own life. And, and when I when there is nothing, then I trust that there's nothing. That's why I trust it, because I know when I'm I, I don't force it, if that makes sense. Right. So I share that with you to consider that in your own life. Consider that with what's going on with you. Now, this is the last full week of Scorpio season. Um, What is that? It's the 13th, I think, till no it's not the 13th yeah it's the 13th so it'll be the th the 13th until the 19th last full week of scorpio season next week we're going to shift into sag so we do begin the week with a new moon in scorpio so that for me personally the eclipse season is over i kind of feel like there's a bleed area bleed is a good word for scorpio season um a bleed area where you know either side the kind of loon as soon as we have that last lunar event before eclipses start, I think that we start moving into eclipse energy. And now with this new moon in Scorpio, which is a new moon, it's not a eclipse or anything. I th I feel like it ends. So I do get that bleed area that comes up. Now, what I found fascinating about this reading, and I'm going to get into it, is if you guys remember two weeks ago, we got witness, right? We got witness. Um, and you can see on the screen, witness came up in this reading as well. Now, I'm going to confess something here. When I first started doing this and witness came out, I was thinking, oh, shit, have I not kind of gone two weeks ahead um, in the energy? Am I still pulling the energy of this week, which I'm not, right? I, I very much know that, especially since I've been in this 12-week readings. I know what comes up. 
so I, I did put the cards back. I, I cleared everything, did everything. That's how I know that there's a, a new moon in Scorpio because I actually went and looked and thought, let me get into the kind of energy of the 13th of November. Came back, shuffled the cards, witness came out again. So it's 100% the card um, for this week. And think back to two weeks ago. So think back to the lunar eclipse in Taurus at in that at that time in that week after that what did what came up for you because you know that that card I'm going to read it in a moment but it was all to know personal evidence our experience you know um when you see you know when you've seen something you can't unsee it when you know something you can't unknow it when you hear something you can't unhear it it's that feeling now whatever that was and I can tell you this already, sitting here on um, Tuesday of that week that I'm referring to. I had a massive epiphany myself yesterday, massive epiphany. Um, and I'm not going to go into that too much here because, you know, I want to stay in the week that I'm talking about. But think back, you might have had an epiphany then, you might have had a realisation then, you might have just been over it, I'm over it, I'm done with it, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, whatever it was that came up for you two weeks ago, which you may not have known what to do with, right? So if you think about it, two weeks ago we had this witness card, last week we had the um, clear head, pure heart, right? So this is that yielding, giving into maybe, or accepting whatever, however that came up for you. This week kind of feels like where we know what to do with it. This week feels very, um, I don't say revelatory. It feels, it feels very destined. There's a kind of fated aspect to it that comes up. And I'm saying that because there's bloody the star and the wheel of fortune that I'm looking at in front of me and all sorts of things that come up. You may surprise yourself this week. You may surprise yourself the direction that you go in, the direction that you choose what you no longer give your energy to so that you know there's a number of things that that come up around this so let's have a refresher of witness and what it says so witness <clears throat> excuse me the key phrases are to know personal evidence to speak out and this is what lay vampires have to say to us to have seen what you once thought was only a rumour or only hearsay or perhaps even made up means you have changed. And you have seen us. You have seen spirits. You have seen the play of colours around a human being. The auric field telegraphing information to you at all times. You've experienced the dream that comes true in the weeks after you saw faces in the night. You have spoken with the nature spirits and you have come to know there is more than what is that what so many humans wish to admit is true and alive in the world we all share. Vampires like us, we are said not to exist, but you know there is more here on this planet than anyone can even begin to dream of. You know we are true and you have witnessed something of late that others still deny is real, but you are now a witness and having seen, you cannot unsee. Knowing, you can no longer deny. It is not that we wish for you to tell all of your new knowledge. It is that we wish you to not lie to yourself, to no longer agonise over questions of whether what you saw and felt and understood is true or untrue. There is so much on this planet of ours, think of it. And you and I, though so different, are, be are between us only two types of the millions of variations 
on the extraordinary creatures there are. Who is either of us to deny the truth of all the wonder that is this planet and all the manifestations of life upon it? You have seen what some say is untrue. Know that it's not a lie. It would be a lie and harmful to you to deny what you know after the gift of this, this knowledge. Here's the blessing. The veils of illusion and deceit have lifted. While this can be painful, it is also a great blessing to know the truth. Do not doubt your experience. Here's the curse. It can be tempting to protest against being lied to or hurt. Know that the road you are on will take you to many places. And this step, stop on the journey was necessary for you to take the next steps wiser. You are now free. There is no curse with this card at all. I'll kind of add to that, right? Is that that it can be tempting to protest against being lied to or hurt. Um, when you've seen something, when you know, and maybe that's the whole kind of show don't tell thing. That's a massive theme at the moment. Um, that you don't have to go around explaining it to people. You give a heads up. I'll give you an example. So you can see I've done it and, and I know what it's like. When I knew, I knew that censorship was about to go nuts. This is all of 2019. And I spent 2019 frantically, well, not so frantically, but I had my feelers out there. I was like, where can I go? What can I do? I can't stay on YouTube. I know censorship's about to become a thing. This is part of why you're here, Jay. I mean, I have Mars in Gemini, guys, right? Um, I have my uh, Mercury at four degrees of Aquarius, which is a master degrees of, a degree of Aquarius. And my son's at zero degrees Aquarius. Like, you're not going to shut me up. You guys know that, right? You're not going to shut me up. That I'm just, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in silencing people. And I think the kinds of, you know, when people say, oh, the exception to that is this. I think that is what, that is the speech that should be protected. The shit that nobody wants to hear is what should be protected. Right. And so I knew it in 2019. And yet when I said I was leaving YouTube and, you know, the struggles that I've had the last few years, that's why I don't, I, I don't, you know, I don't regret a single moment of that, but when only if I've seen it, it's on me to act from that place. If I've seen it, it's on me to act from it, and whether others understand it or not, whether you know two years after you've left, people are still saying you need to go back, you need to go back to YouTube, but you know, don't forget people on YouTube. Why have you left YouTube? Right, you know, all of that. Whether you're supported or not. You know, and you can see by how many people watch my stuff now compared to how many watched it on YouTube, how many people were loyal to. And it's fine. Right. They're not loyal to YouTube. They're loyal to their own convenience. They're loyal to the platform they like. They like to be on. They don't believe in the same stuff I do. That is absolutely fine. But you have to believe it. You you've witnessed something. You've known something. And. If we wait around for the world to say to us. Yeah, I see it too. I mean, obviously you're watching this. So you guys, even if you didn't see what I saw, you trusted me or you saw enough, um, you know, benefit or you, you wanted my messages still. So I love you and thank you so much for that. But that's kind of what this feels like. Now, I'm giving a very kind of broad example of it, of my own life, generally speaking. But this may be very personal. This may be like two weeks ago and that you just realised that, you know, I can't do this. I don't want to do this job. I don't want to earn money this way. I, I, there's something, you know, it could have been a very anxious feeling. It could have been like I was talking about something that you can't define. 
There was no logic for it. There's no words for it. There was nothing for it. It was an understanding. It was an instinct. It was a gut feeling. It was something at such a primal level that, but you've not been able to give it words or to define it or what it means, right? And literally in terms of action, which I think that's changing. We've got the Knight of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles in the future. Let's say how to work with this card. It says, know that what you have seen and felt is true. Another may deny that you have witnessed a true thing, but having seen and now knowing you have a duty to never again lie to yourself, you need not make this truth your entire life, but never again lie to yourself. Accept the evidence of your experience and honour it within your heart and within your words when wisdom demands you speak freely. There are some who would betray your confidence. Others will share your experience and become your kin when you share wisely. Now, because this is the card that came up two weeks ago, and I love it. I love how these readings are coming out and interconnected. This is going to relate to something two weeks ago. This is, it's going to relate to that. Now, I, I love this revisiting of it. I love this, the fact that this is something only you know, right? In the way that you know it. You know, you may not have said it out loud yet. You may not have done anything with it. But if the dynamic suddenly becomes, and it's amazing that this happens in Scorpio season, because that's all about us, right? It is our narrow well of self. But if we, if we start turning, like, you know, but, but people don't do this, but people don't you know, know this. It, that's pointless to have that conversation. It's maybe true. It may be a hundred percent true. But if that is the justification that you use, and there's a lot coming up about justification, you'll see. Let me read Walnut. Um, if that's your justification that you're going to use, then it's a bit, that's an excuse then, right? To not do something. And why? That's why we got surrender, surrender fear, because you're afraid. That's what. That's why we make those kinds of excuses or justifications, because we're afraid. But there's something changing. Now, before we talk about walnut i do want to go back so i did what go back and check that with witness two weeks ago the card that came up was blackthorn and i do want to read that to you so as a reminder so two weeks ago we had witnessed the way i read it so you witness something and blackthorn came up with it so i'm going to read you blackthorn blackthorn says blackthorn is a guardian a keeper of the shadows and holder of the darkest secrets now it is calling you it's time to take heart and walk toward the black door the angel of blackthorn will give you the strength that you need to enter the shadow world over the past few centuries blackthorn has been confused with demonic forces but this could not be further from the truth it is the blackthorn that holds these forces at bay only a completely pure being could stand beside the dungeon's gate without being being harmed. Now, consider this. So two weeks ago, we got this card about going into the shadows and doing whatever. Last week, what did we get? Clear head, pure heart. So it was almost that purification ritual or going in and taking our pure, the purest part of ourselves, which pure, I don't mean clean, good, white, whatever. I mean pure as in the distilled the essence, the unmuddied, the clearest part of ourselves. That's what I mean. The part that is not, you know, lost in translation when we put it into words or thoughts or energy. So we looked at that last week. Bear with me one second, guys. Okay, sorry about that. I had a video rendering and something came up on the screen. Okay, so let me continue with this. Um, 
Only a completely pure being could stand beside the dungeon's gate without being harmed. The formidable Blackthorn thrives under the influence of Saturn and offers, and in that time we've had Saturn go direct, right? Um, under the influence of Saturn and offers protection to many birds with its dense growth and long thorns, which can also pierce human flesh and sometimes cause infection. That's very kind of Pluto. But in April, full of blossoms and before the onset of its green leaves, we see its graceful and delicate nature. The call of the Blackthorn is always urgent. It indicates that you are on the threshold of a journey into the depths of your own shadows and your inner demons will seek to cloud your vision. But the blessings of this tree angel give you the courage to look into the mirror of your soul. That this The angel protects you, allowing you to share in its purity and innocence. You can choose whether to make this journey with or without the aid of a friend or, th or therapist. This angel's message is that a turning point has been reached. You can no longer ignore whatever you have tried to sweep under the carpet. The Blackthorn promises inner victory and the signs are looking good. Nothing can harm you as, as you journey with your light into the shadows, bringing healing and forgiveness to old wounds. And if you remember last week, that was the card, Surrender to Complete Healing. There is no need to fear evil. The only risk is that if you do nothing, your faults, weaknesses, the dark aspects of your soul and so on will be caught in the shadows for longer, trapping your precious life force in a dark prison and holding it in limbo. Blackthorn helps us to bring light where there is darkness. Without it, darkness grows. It serves the balance of power. And without this gift, we lapse into lies and deceit, cowardice and cruelty, resulting in perversion and humanity. Now, let me read you the Oracle's verse of this as well, because I loved it. It said, the worst dangers in the world are hidden inside you. Be aware of your shadow. Fear is its only source of power. Let your heart glow. Clothe yourself in white light and heal the wounds. Now, I don't know about you, but I know I can say for me, this is the journey that we've been on. And you're thinking, how can you say this, Jay, from the, on the 31st of October? Because that's part of the epiphanies that I've had. And I don't just mean this Scorpio season. For me, it's been the last eight years. I, I, I off the cuff, kind of just a very kind of offhand comment. I was like, ha ha, laughing, um, because I was telling a friend that I'm going to be doing these readings early, and I said, I feel like it's been Scorpio season for eight years. Bam, that was my epiphany. That that cycle's ended, and that's very Venus related if you think about it. Um. I really think, you know, we talked about the sun when it was Libra season, we talked about the sun in Libra showing us a lot of what that Venus retrograde meant. I mean, that's powerful. That's an eight year cycle that ended and began, right? Now with Venus coming into Libra, I think we get even more of that. There's a lot of understanding, there's a lot of realisation. There's a lot becoming, I don't want to say clear, because clear, if you, it sounds like, okay, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing and whatever. I think it begins to stick. I think there are parts of us that begin to step forward. We start to understand what we want to nurture, what we don't, what we have seen and what we haven't seen, what we have experienced, what we haven't experienced and what the hell are we going to do with all of that? That's what I feel goes on here, right? So I read that Blackthorn so you can see what you've been on for the last couple of weeks. This is what's been happening. Now, let us progress forward and we get to walnut and i quite kind of love this so walnut says 
Walnut is one of the Earth's ancient mothers. And I, I want to say that to you with the, I think the Empress came up twice in this reading. Um, I know she's here once at least. Yeah, the Empress, um, amazing energy. So we've got the Empress here as well. And we've got the Queen of Pentacles and the Queen of Cups. So you've got this kind of very nurturing mother energy. Walnut is one of the Earth's ancient mothers because of the nourishment it provides, right? So do you see that now? What are we bringing to life? What are we birthing into existence? What we, What is it now? that comes out of that deep diving, the time in the womb, the healing, the nourishment, the growing, the being birthed, right? That clear head, pure heart, what is being birthed from that? Of course, the walnut nourishes us in a material sense through its fruit, but its spiritual gift is wisdom. So that's what I mean. What do we do with it? Knowing what to do with the journeys that we've just been on. And I say journeys because the night of ones. It's a very clear reading, If uh, hopefully you can tell. Coming into accord with the walnut angel strengthens our foresight, understanding, sensitivity and ability to empathise. This creates a healthy foundation for our powers of judgment and sense of justice. Now let's pause there for a moment. If you remember, the one talk that I know I have done for Scorpio season is the one on vengeance. And in that, the main thing wasn't even about being vengeful. I wouldn't say to you, go out, be vengeful, don't be vengeful. I was asking you to consider how you justify things. What is the justification that we use? What is the judgment, Pluto, judgment card, right? And we we did get the judgment card down here. What is the judgment that you apply? And how do you how do you come to that decision? How do you come to that justification? And so if you, I think we've been on a journey with that as well for the last at least couple of weeks, right? And so this is what it says. Oh, where is it? Coming into accord with the walnut angel strengthens our foresight, understanding, sensitivity and ability to empathise. This creates a healthy foundation for our powers of judgment and their sense of justice. With the and sense of justice, with the help of walnut, we draw the right conclusions from our experiences. Do you see? We draw the right conclusions from our experiences, what we have witnessed. Attaining a mature and deep understanding of life and its governing principles. Since time immemorial, the gentle power of walnut has been honoured for its contribution to our spiritual development. Without the walnut, we act in a superficial, hasty and short-sighted manner. Now, with the Knight of Wands in the past and the Knight of Pentacles in the future, we're not going to be doing that. Ignorance and coarseness gain the upper hand, which quickly leads to misunderstanding and injustice. All too often, this results in needless confrontation, quarrelling and conflict. We don't have that, right? Now, the part that I love about this is coming into accord with the Walnut Angel strengthens our foresight. Now, that isn't just Jay doing readings two weeks in advance, right? That's not... Yes, that's foresight. But how? How do we come into that foresight? It's the understanding of... This is the pattern that this will come from. This is what's going to come from this. And, I, and you know, it's not just Aquarius that does this. Um, we can focus a lot on the past. We can, you know, Six of Cups is putting our, our past to rest. The sun in Scorpio. But as we go forward, right, after Scorpio, after we've put our past to rest, we've done it, we go forward into Sag, we're already looking ahead. Now, I'm going to give you an example. Somebody was telling me about... Um, they were telling me about a situation with 
um, a father, a parent who's a single parent and his kid and, you know, um, he doesn't really leave his kid alone a lot. And I understand he has reasons for it and there's lots going on um, with that person. And I understand this. And so I, I, I made this statement um, to my my sister. I said this thing of that this is foresight. This is what it means that if 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 someone spends that much time with their kid, right, whether the kid likes it or not, whether the kid feels crowded or not, that that is, and then all of a sudden that single father gets into a relationship with someone else, right? I said that kid will blame the new person rather than connecting. They're going to blame the new person that you took my dad away from me, right? Because they were so used to their dad being there all the time. I mean, that was just one example of it, you know, not being able to mature, not being able to be independent, all of that comes from it. That is foresight. That is seeing the consequences of the decisions that we're making. And I want to make this very clear as we go forward, because I have seen massive abuse of mindfulness, right? Nothing is totally good. Like, you know, there can be too much of anything that we do. When mindfulness is used to not consider the consequences of our actions, then that's bypassing. When mindfulness is used to allay our fears, right? When we've gone too far in the future and we're trying to guess things that we don't know will happen, right? We don't know will happen. Um, and yeah, even with what I'm saying, that we don't know that's going to happen, but we've probably got a good guess and, you know, books on psychology and all sorts of stuff to evidence that this could happen the difference is going to be between the material and the spiritual and the emotional right so when it's in a material sense if you are always there with someone they're never going to be able to find their independence or do whatever so that was just one example and that's the difference so being 100 in the present moment right that's not sustainable if you want to have any kind of a life if you I mean you'd never make a plan think about how that goes you'd never make a plan why would you make a plan because you're in the moment why would you if I said to you all right let's meet up on Thursday you wouldn't be able to say that to me you wouldn't be able to make that plan or you'd say to me yeah right now Thursday sounds good but I don't know then you become very unreliable you don't have to stick to your word why would you have to stick to your word I don't feel like it in this moment I don't feel like it so mindfulness is great to bring our attention back to center, but when it we avoid responsibility, we avoid making plans, we avoid attaining our goals, we avoid, you know, including other people or, or, you know, we don't have to consider anyone else other than this exact moment, then there's a problem with that. There's a problem with that, right? And not only we can discern that ourselves. Um, why do I feel like the hermit came up here somewhere? No, didn't. Just... What's this card done it? Oh, temptation. Okay, so oh, did I read the verse for Walnut? I didn't. I do like to read the verses when I can remember. Here's the the verse for Walnut. It says, "Wait and watch, listen and learn. No judgment, no action. Every coin has two sides. Every problem, three solutions. Find the path that in time will nourish all." Find the path that in time will nourish all. That's the foresight part. Very much feel that here. Now, here's the thing, though. When you start 
using your foresight, your ability to go forward. And let's be clear, guys, right? Anyone can predict the future. I know you're thinking, what, Jay? Don't you say no about the prediction? No, anyone can predict the future. Like, you find, forget tarot, forget astrology, forget being psychic, forget all of that, right? There are businesses based on being able to predict on what the markets will do, what fashion trends there will be. You know, th this is something that as human beings, we try to predict. We do try to have foresight. You know, if I send my kid to this school, then they've got a better chance of doing that. That's predicting. That's making a prediction. How do we predict? Well, we look in the present. We look at, well, if, you know, and that's the three of wands, really. It, prediction in a three of wands kind of way of, well, you know, if I do the videos early and I make sure they're done in this way and I do this and I do that and do that, then the likeliest event that what I predict will happen is this. We run the numbers and we do it. Now, that is the earliest um, explanation I came up for the tarot. That was my first how I made sense of it because I was a rational person. I didn't really believe in the tarot at that time, right? And I couldn't, I, I had this um, cognitive kind of dissonance of like, how do I, how am I a rational person? And for me, it's like, well, you know, you're taking the information, taking the stories and you're saying, well, if this happens and this happens, this happens, then this is the most likeliest thing to happen, right? And we know that, right? If you keep doing what you did, you're going to keep getting what you got. That's a prediction. But that is based on certain things. So that's why I say, even if you get a map reading, the f if you you can change that, you can say, right, I'm not, I'm not going for that. I'm gonna, if it's going to happen, I can do it right now. We can play with it. It's malleable, right? Certain things. So oh, why haven't I had this here the whole time? Let's move this. I didn't re remember. Now, but when you start going forward, right, if you... That, that's where fear can come in that's where the nine of swords can come in and that's where the nine of swords was out saying well they may not like that they may not now this is where it's that venn diagram of two things overlapping yes we're going forward what we're going forward with the three of one sense i don't think the three of ones even came up but in the three of one sense of if i do this this and this so if i get a plan put a schedule in it down show up every day do it in that sense study for my exams, get my stuff done, get an extra tutor, then I predict that I will pass the exam. I have a better chance of passing the exam. That's prediction. So I mean prediction in the literal sense, as predicting that it must stem from action. Ten of Wands, Nine of Wands, you know, it must stem from your action, especially we're going forward into Sag season. The fear will come not from what you will do, or maybe it will, like, I will fail. But even that, you're, you may fail. You may still fail. You may do everything. But then we, you've immediately just told yourself now that you are not effort-based, you are results-based. Sometimes we have to be results-based. If I'm putting my life savings into something, you bet your ass I want to be results-based, right? That I don't want to lose my savings. But then if I can't be effort-based... If I can't say, and that's why I'm not a gambler, that, you know, if I can't say that it's the effort that counts for me, I wouldn't put my, I wouldn't bet my life savings on something. I want what I do to be effort-based. And the Six of Pentacles, I just remembered, Six of Pentacles came out while I was shuffling. That is effort-based. 
the effort of it is what what we where we get our reward so when you get the fear-based bit and it says let go of the fearful stories you are telling yourself stay in the moment focus on solutions and celebrate every baby step forward right so we've got the stay in the moment part but yes that is where we are mindful that's where we stay in thing it's it's even if we're afraid that you know i'm not going to know enough then you know babe then you know in the present moment i need to get a tutor right or i need to start saving some money if the, if the economy looks like it's going you know i need to save every penny that i can get maybe i can you know switch to cheaper brands or stop wasting my money on this or cancel a netflix subscription or something that's the action that we take in the present moment but it's all action based <clears throat> and we're coming into that energy guys very much so right past page of earth page of pentacles and the knight of wands and I, I i want you to consider this right this is like we are racing around exploring new things based on values but you know the page of earth doesn't really know a lot they're like core values but we don't really know it's a page pages are immature i don't mean that in a in a negative sense you know we were we if I started something new tomorrow, if I became like a florist tomorrow, I'd be the page of earth. I'd be a page of um, wands, right? I'd be a page of swords. I'd be a page. I don't know anything about being a florist. But I may decide that, you know, the kind of florist that I want to be, this would be the page of earth. I, I want to be the kind of florist that has plants that can be you know instead of a, a bunch of flowers these are plants i'm doing kind of bouquets based on plants that can be planted in the garden so we're not just you take it because i don't really like i don't know if you guys have heard know that before, i don't like cut flowers so you know um i have a few exceptions but generally speaking they're beautiful but you might as well give me the head of a horse or something right if you're going to give me cut flowers that's how i feel i don't like seeing them die i don't like seeing flowers picked and put i know that's ridiculous but i've always been like that since i was young it makes me sad to see them dying on the table so you know page of pentacles that's my core truth that's my core my my what, what i value is i don't want to just see flowers grown and chopped and adorned and then we throw them away um i would like them to live if they naturally die that's fine right but I, w I would like them to be plants or something so i might start because of that so that's my core belief and then the knight of wands i'll go explore but maybe i could be a florist maybe i could grow flowers what am i going to do with this knight of wands exploration so that's an example but this might have been where you were doing research you've been considering this it's been you know you've been trying to figure out how do i apply this whatever my values are what different ways are there to apply this and now this is rushing around energy knight of wands always is right the curious optimist so remaining curious exploring different avenues broadening our horizons of how can i express my values in a much broad, broad sense and values do come from taurus energy and that was the last that lunar eclipse right however we come over here let's put these to the side for a moment and we have the empress and the nine of wands and this is a long-term theme. I feel like this keeps coming in waves. This is the whole summer that we just had in the Northern Hemisphere, winter in the Southern. The Empress is that mother energy of the walnut. Now, the first gift of the Empress, the one that we've already experienced, is what we are sick to death of. 
what we are tired of, what needs to be wrapped up. I need to wrap this up. I need to finish this. So a lot of you may have been like me. You've been very busy. You may have been, you know, applying yourself, wrapping things up, getting stuff done, you know, packing the house up, whatever it is, however this would be for you, dealing with family stuff, dealing with relationships. But with the em Empress, and I do love this Empress. She's almost, you know, she's got this sheaf of wheat, wheat here and the leaves of her. Um, what it reminds me of, especially with her holding the wheat there, and I don't say this often enough with the Empress, but I used to say it all the time. The Empress has elements of death with it because it's death and rebirth. She's part of that cycle. And what she is saying that, you know, even the crops that you grow, they take time. So is has it been a time of harvest? I mean, in the Northern Hemisphere, we just come out of har the harvest phase. Have you been harvesting? Have you been reaping what you have sown? And I mean that literally, you know, if, whether it's the, the gifts or the curse, whether it's the benefits or the losses, right? But have you been reaping what you've sown? We'll come in with that. Now, so the Empress has is what we have nurtured, what we've spent time on, what we've grown, how we have grown, right? And in some ways, we've outgrown things with the Nine of Wands. We've outgrown that. Now, with the star, but here we are ready to follow a new destiny. There is hope. There is healing. There is guidance with the star. Now, with the, with the Knight of Wands and the star coming up, that's Sagittarius and Aquarius, you know, this is kind of forward facing. We've started to turn towards what's in front of us. Now, we may have been doing that before we took our trip into the underworld, right? In Libra season, in Virgo season, maybe we were planning then, but we've taken we've cleared out the infection we've gone and looked at you know what was preventing that and nine of wands ten of wands are this is wrap up what we give our energy to you know you may have and i will say this i mean i'll say this because i'm biased because this is what's been happening with me but nine of wands ten of wands it sounds like yeah it does it it's not immediately i'm going to stop doing this it may mean that if I'm about to stop doing readings, then that means I may get busier before I stop because I give people a heads up. I give people notes that, hey, guys, I'm not going to be doing readings anymore. So more people book with you for that period because you're clearing it out. Right. Or if you're going to move house. Then you spend a lot more time and attention on the house that you're in while you're getting it all set and ready to move. So that. I kind of get with this nine of wands, ten of wands. So even though you may have been ready to move in a new direction and you, you know, it's written in the stars. This is my destiny or this is what I want to be doing. You know, you looked up, you saw it off the tower. Nine of wands, ten of wands means you may have gotten busier ending things, clearing things out. I'm not going to be doing this anymore. So, I, you know, working out your, if you've handed in your notice, for example, that handover period, you're going to be busier because you're not just doing your own job. You've got someone shadowing you so they can learn your job and you're teaching them the ropes before you leave. So I very much get that energy from the nine of wands, ten of wands. But let's have a look right here. And uh, there she is again, the empress. So we've got the empress there. And this is what I mean. So this is Saturn. This is the end. This is the world, right? This is where the biggest thing with the world card is is not so much an ending and I, I want to make this clear yes jobs can end yes relationships can end yes you know you move house all of those kinds of endings happen however the world is bigger than that this the world does not refer to or not just refer to a job ending or a relationship ending the world is across the board 
the world is a way of doing things. It's that Saturnian lessons that we've learned, right? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. If you're on the Discord server, I know it's been a bit quiet on there recently, but if you're on the Discord server, check out what I posted in Daily Jam. Um, and it would be two weeks ago now from when you're seeing this, but check out what I posted on there, which was, I think, on the 30th of October. It's what I referred to at the beginning of this. And that whole, that, you know, the way we do things has changed. The way we transform has changed. The way whatever Scorpio energy meant to us has changed. Each season for the last, I don't know, however many years, it's been so different from the one before. You've heard me saying that for years, right? This is like no Scorpio season I've ever experienced before. This is like no sad season I've experienced before. It's happened year on year on year. But there is something very decisive about this year. It feels very decisive. Um, and that's what I was saying at the beginning of this uh, video. So with the world coming up, this this is the acknowledgement. This is the wrapping up phase. Nine of Wands, Ten of Wands, world. It's a victory. The, the world is a victory card. It is um, graduation. If you look up here, there's a, there's a little um, keyhole. So, you know, we're unlocking something new. There was something that, what's his name? Christopher Renstrom said. I watched his video when he did about Saturn turning direct Saturn card. There were two things. That I, I mean, I love his storytelling anyway, very eight of ones. But he, there were two things that he said particularly. One, he talked about apocalypses, right? And he said that that this kind of the apocalypses that come up, the idea of an apocalypse, a prediction about an ap apocalypse, right? He said they were slave revenge fantasies. And I thought that is so on point, mate. They're so on point. That at the time, you know, when he's talking about these enslaved people coming up with revenge fantasies. And I think how much of what we come up with today of like, you know, this is going to happen and AI is going to take over. Are those revenge fantasies as well? So that was the first thing I will say that he said about Saturn. The other thing that he said about um, Saturn. And I loved the way that he put it and I never connected it to Saturn because I have experienced that in my life before. But me being me. I had a whole story about it. I was, I remember explaining it to a friend and I had this whole story about it. But he said with Saturn that you can move to the next stage if you're, I mean, I'm totally butchering how he said it, but if you're able to get over the challenge, if you can prove that you can get to the next part. And I thought, wow. And I'll, I'll very briefly, I'll tell you the story that um, came up for me at the same time, right? So I didn't know, I wasn't like, oh my God, Saturn's doing this to me. And in fact, him saying that about Saturn is a different variation on the story that I told myself. So I was trying to explain to a friend when I felt this energy. And I think Saturn was still in, was coming out of Sag then, I think. It was very, it was way back. Um, I'm trying to think, it was something, maybe I had a Saturn transit going on. Maybe when Saturn went, into Aquarius I don't remember precisely but it's by the by and what how I was explaining this to my friend because we don't always have the words to explain we can only explain how we feel and how we're challenged right and how I felt what I said to my friend is I, I described this story and I said it's like I didn't want to go to the gym now this is not literal this was just the example that I was using I said it was like I didn't want to go to the gym, right? But I had to go, right? You know, whatever. I had to go. That was the thing. You have to go to the gym. If you want to move forward in life, you have to go to the gym. So I went kicking and screaming, grumbling, right? And as I'm working out in the gym every day, I, I start to love it. 
I start to love it. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love it. I'm getting so strong. I'm getting so healthier. One day I show up, you know, then it's like, okay, you know, Jay, right. You've done in the gym now. Now you need to go forward. Now you need to go do something else. You've done that. That's the world. This is where you may even love doing what you're doing, right? You're at the gym working out and Saturn comes in or the world cards or the energy or your guides or your higher self or just a feeling that you have. Take your pick. And says, great work. You've done great work at the gym. Now you're on, you're ready for the next phase. And you're like, no, I love the gym. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I love this thing. So because we don't go, and this is where the tower comes in. This is why change happens the way that it does. You might show up for the gym one day and there is a massive 50 foot floor, a uh, 50 foot wall, sorry, in front of you, in front of the, the gym. And, you, and you're like, what's this? And so it's like, well, you are meant to move on to the next phase and it's like yeah but what's happening here and it's like well if you you can still go to the gym I'm not stopping you from going to the gym but you have to get past that 50 foot wall and because maybe your next phase is to fly and instead of taking flying lessons right that's or maybe that's what you go decide to do but that's how Saturn energy can come through that's how this world card can play out and he described it in his own way, talking about Saturn. But that's how I described it when I was going through that phase in my life. Like I knew if I wanted to carry on doing what I needed to do, I needed to up my game. I needed to get over that 50 foot wall. Either give up what I love, right? Which then means then what? What was I going to do? And I knew that wall was a challenge, right? It was a challenge for me because, and I could do it. There was a way that I had to be able to do it. So that's how this world energy can come about. And I, only, I, only, I actually only remembered that because I was talking to the friend that I said that with and I heard Christopher Renstrom talk about Saturn and give that example. That, you know, you can move on to the next phase if you're able to, if you're able to prove that you can do this. Um, you know, you, it's, it's a challenge of some kinds. You, then I have to go practice. How, to get, how do I climb up a 50-foot wall? Maybe I'll become a Spider-Man. You don't know. And I know I did share that story when it happened, but I don't, I can't remember now when it was. The old memory isn't what it used to be. So that's how this kind of feels with the world, right? So if you, if you love your job, if you love your relationship, if you love whatever, and suddenly there's whatever your version of a 50 foot wall is. If you're in the moment, if you're like, oh my God, like, you know, am I not supposed to go to the gym? No. Free will, remember? Last time this card came up with free will. You have free will. You know the benefits of going to the gym. You know all of that stuff. You know the challenge that you set yourself. This is a challenge added to that to help you to move forward. This is the gift. And it doesn't always feel like a gift, but it is a gift. It's wisdom. It's the wisdom that, oh God, I wouldn't, I didn't want to leave the gym. So if I want to stay going to the gym, then I have to do it this way to climb a 50 foot wall now why do i say that why do i say all of that well look at the cards that came up with the world it's the queen of cups that which we love right that which um we feel good it's cancer energy it's very much in touch with our feelings it's the gift of our feelings to us the first gift is to us and what we're grateful for what we love what we wish for now think about this Maybe I've wanted to fly all along. I've wanted to be stronger going to the gym. Sorry if I keep using that example. I know some people don't like when I use gym kind of examples and stuff. 
still going to use it right and so we go to the that going to the gym part of this this is a quicker and easier way to get stronger and it doesn't feel like it though because it's like but i've got a program in the gym that i'm doing and it's like well just get over the wall and you'll have already achieved you'll have leveled up just by attempting that and that's the nine of cups so i kind of get the sense here that this is where gratitude must come in right that you know oh Lord god somebody was oh my god how amazing somebody put a 50 foot wall in front of us no one's going to say that but that is part of it that i get to do this that i'm strong enough aren't i grateful that i spent all that time in the gym i'm strong enough to tackle this 50 foot wall with the empress coming up here this what we nurture now what we give birth to what we how we grow the areas that we grow in they've changed so instead of like you know doing deadlifts or squats or whatever now it's about abseiling now it's about rock climbing now it's you know whatever but it's changed what we how we go about you know how we go about growing or what we grow what we give birth to has changed but it's very emotional it's from a very great a place of gratitude a place of love a place of feeling a place of connection with the nine of cups and the queen of cups coming up here and that's the focus the focus is on this ending out of something and the queen of cups this a very beautiful energy about this of you know very much in touch with our feelings very much a deep appreciation understanding of who we are what our wishes are when you get the star and the nine of cups it is wish related they're very much the same wish and what do i mean by wish wishing don't just like sit there and say oh i wish this would happen um to be able to fly kind of means sometimes with that world something has to end right um to give birth to something new to nurture something new to spend time on something new yes something's end but this feels a lot more with that world card on how we do things right what matters to us how we see the world like even how we see the world what guides us i remember back in libra season libra got that as their thing what guides you that's the star us is that what guides you what is your vision of the future what are your wishes how do they guide you forward and remember walnut talked about this nurturing loving energy not judgmental not whatever it's what do we nurture how do we nurture one of the things that i personally feel and it's been happening for a while i've talked about this for a few years now the whole kind of um destructive this is what i'm going to destroy this is what i'm going to do blah 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 i don't think that i don't think that's going to be very helpful in the future i mean there will still be just to be clear there still will be people that destroy things that's the only thing that they now had to do is destruction there's not no destruction coming up in this reading there's no destruction because this isn't about what you're ending what you're leaving uh what doesn't and not saying those things won't happen it's not like we're stuck wherever we are forever but the impetus or the kind of what what moves us what guides us is not judge it's not judgment it's not being judgmental it's not you know being judge jury and executioner on what other people are doing um it is how we go about into this kind of loving nurturing expansive energy if there is kind of you know violence and I want to address this because I hear it very often as a justification to go around 
and you know being the evil that you want to fight right that you'd become that by doing it the other way but if there is war and you know in your household i don't want to think globally i'm talking about you personally in your household you know if there is kind of anger and fighting and whatever going on this isn't about if someone's screaming and shouting at you that you say oh i love you oh i have done that in the past though and it worked it was very disorienting for that person but you know it's this is where you you can see right that the foresight you know where this is going to go we keep doing this we're over like you know this this relationship ends or this family's going to fall apart and so the queen of cups is how do i feel right now and you may feel disappointed you may feel upset and then you bring that into the the conversation then that's what you bring in the queen of cups nine of cups in alignment with your wish because in that moment you know if you can hear there's a f argument going on in your family there's all sorts of stuff this is that queen of cups saying how do i feel and it's like i feel i'm afraid that this family's just gonna tear apart like you know i don't all that all the workers are gonna leave we've got such a great team everyone's gonna leave queen of cups that that you tap into that fear you tap into whatever that emotion is well what do you wish would happen is that you know that we would feel appreciated that the team feels appreciated that we can go finish the project or that the family is more we need to learn how to communicate with each other we don't know how to communicate everyone just lets everything fester and then it explodes like this then you know what to nurture this is a slowing down this is less reactive less kind of frantic with that knight of wands we're moving towards knight of pentacles queen of pentacles but it all begins in that process that i just described here that is what i mean by the way of approaching things or what we how we do things it change it changes if you want to grow something then this is how we grow it um i i i love i think a lot of you guys know this i love neil gaiman um and sometimes i revisited i think it was from a few years ago I, I revisited it lately um a talk an interview that he did with tim ferris um it's the one where tim ferris says he waited a year uh, 20 years to have that talk with neil gaiman i love neil gaiman and he was talking about how um it was who was he talking about oh george rr R. martin the guy that wrote game of thrones and he says that you know george rr R. martin he has he divides writers into two groups architects and builders no sorry architects and gardeners right and he and neil gaiman said he goes i can be an architect if if i have to if i want to i can he said but i'm much more comfortable being a gardener and i get that with this empress energy he said, I'm much more, I want to tend to the God. And then he meant a story, right? You get the seed of the story. You get a seed of an idea. And I'm looking at this. There's no Ace of Pentacles anywhere. So there's seeds in this one. The seeds are already there. And he said, we, I get the seeds and I plant them. And then I tend to them. And then I'm seeing what's growing. And then I'm pruning it back, like editing and stuff. So he saw himself as a gardener. And I remember that for this because sometimes we want to be the architect, right? We want it all planned out. We want it all mapped out. We want everything done of that. Um, think about that. The architect makes the plan of what the building will turn into. And every last detail is done in the architect's plan. A gardener is different. A, a gardener is nurturing and growing things. 
And that's what this empress is kind of saying here is you can try to be the architect, right? You can try to be that um, if you want to. That's not my job to say that. But if you're trying to build something organic, if you're trying to build something that's never been done before in your life, right? If you don't want to just have the same experience, then it's the chaos of nature that comes in. That's what the Empress is coming up twice when we come in there. Like this is natural, the walnut nature, you know, um, we're using what we know and what we've seen. We're using all of this to grow something new because the Empress is about growth. Now, have a look at this. So we have temptation here. And this is what the difference, this is what makes us want to be the architect is this temptation card. Temptation is the devil card. It's called temptation in the good tarot number 15 but if you have a look at it in that you see the apple right the buy out the apple but you see a chest of coins you see a, a um a goblet of wine um are this is an unhealthy relationship with material reality where we are stuck it's the devil card and what how does this come up what is it around this it's around how we work on things. That's what this is here. It's around how we become laser focused. And this is the kind of opposite of foresight. And in a sense, we set a goal, but we can become so attached to that goal. This is where we only set our goals based on material reality. Now, I'm not saying to you, don't do things that make you money. But please, you know, go ahead. You know, you're here to enjoy everything that life has to offer to you. But do not be bound by it do not like you know that restrict yourself or say or there's no growth with the devil it's the illusion that this is the only way we can do it now this may be an existing plan that you have this may be a path that you are already on i would ask you to reconsider it at this time why do i say that well we've already had the world which is one of the big cards of change right which is the end of how we've done things so this would be the end of how, and it may have been the healthiest thing in the world that you did with the devil. It may have been the healthiest thing in the world. It may have been perfect for that time that you did it. But when we get the the devil here with the eight of pentacles, it's changed. And we know it's changed because the wheel of fortune's come up. That wheel has turned. That So when we get the star and the wheel of fortune, that's fated energy. The wheel has turned. The timing has changed. That when we talk about seasons, and I was talking about this with uh, with uh, one of my sisters, like we were talking about astrology, and I said astrology to me is just timing, right? It's just a timing thing, and a lot of the time I like looking back, right? I I like looking back at how oh god yeah that was happening astrologically for me. Um, but it's the same way that so you know Scorpio season it's just, it's a month, you know it's the same way of saying October or November, and it's a season. So Scorpio season, as in summer, means something. We're not bound by what has to happen in summer, but we can show up a certain way in summer, depending on how we respond to it. We're depending on our own relationship with the sun or our own relationship with the cold, right? So winter doesn't, it does, it's not binding you to doing anything or the other, right? I mean, you might want to stay warm, or but it's based on your own relationship with it you know there's loads of number of dynamics so the wheel of fortune is a changing of the season the world card changing of the season right and this is jupiter's coming back to go into jupiter season 
and we've got judgment here so we've got three of the big cards of change that have come up world wheel of fortune judgment the two that haven't come up are tower tower and death so we haven't got those what the wheel of fortune says is hey that wheel has turned and i'm going to say this right and i don't usually if you guys know me then you know i don't usually like saying stuff like this but it comes to mind i think this is where there's a window of i don't want to say opportunity or something that's closed you know it's done and i don't mean facing forward i mean something that you've been laboring on you've been spent a lot of time effort and energy on a business that you've tried to make successful a relationship that you're trying to figure out if, will, are we committed or not right this feels like that window has closed so that window is closed here and we know it this is not somebody say what well, somebody could say it to us but because it's again the wheel of fortune judgment it's like right ten of ones nine of ones if it doesn't stand on its own two feet now if it hasn't happened it's not going to happen this is something long term that we've been committed to a plan an idea we may not have even started it but this might be the moment where we think well shit if i haven't done it yet i've been talking about this for bloody 20 years if i haven't i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it like i just know i'm not going to do it if i wait 20 years it's now or never right so that's the sense i get with this wheel of fortune judgment because this is a decision this is drawing a line in the sand we're done with this not you know no judgment remember judgment is judgment without judgment it's a decision made without judgment as in we all did the best that we could we all played the roles that we needed to um this is meeting up on the other side right in some ways with judgment and where whether you were the hero of the story whether you were the villain of the story everyone kind of applauds each other and says hey guys that was a great play right this that's that's judgment we understand the role that everyone played we understand what came out of that and we draw a line under we draw a line line in the sand around this but we know we're about to go for another turn around that wheel that the wheels turn that season's changed that story is over that life is over it's time to go do something new now i got goosebumps when i said that um we're not bound by the devil which is material reality and the rules of that there's a deeper understanding and awareness and choice that we're making now to face the future without fear and judgment and death are the you know number 20 and number 21 they're the two last cards of the major arcana after that is the fall and yet we're not leaping into the unknown we're not leaping into the unknown what are we doing with all of this we're taking what we know what we've witnessed what we've experienced and we know what stems from that we know that how do we do this so that everyone has walnuts right so it works out in everyone's benefit i'm not you know whatever that means basically that means don't be selfish let's just be honest right we get the star here it means don't be bloody selfish it's not all about you um now selfish is a much maligned word you've heard me say that many times you know what this means this means when we want the world to cater to us this means i described it in the scorpio reading actually um where i gave that example of you know this is this would be the equivalent of calling someone up and saying yeah you know what i don't want you in my life anymore and they're like why because because you're no benefit of you're no benefit to me you don't do anything that's of benefit to me why should they right why should they be of benefit to you like what what does that say about us as human beings when we do that now on the other hand this also doesn't mean that we waste time effort energy resources 
on things, people, situations that mean nothing to us. And I think that's how we move forward here with the Four of Cups. And the, I'm saying all of that because the Five of Wands comes up as the advice, right? Um, which, you know, we all get better with that. Even if we are the ch we propose a challenge or we come in, we are pulling out new. We don't expect the world to change to cater to us. We're willing to change. We're going to come in and maybe have, it's not conflict, but it's healthy competition. We agitate each other's friction there, but we all grow out of it. Growth is a big theme here. Now here with the Four of Cups coming after all of this, is this is a realisation of where we feel stuck. Or how the option, I'm going to say it this way, how the options that we have do not correspond to this feeling, all this feeling stuff that came up here. That's what the Four of Cups is, Legionnaire's disease, as I like to call it. And why is that? We feel stuck, we feel apathetic, we feel bored because we've been doing the same shit for long enough. Nine of Wands that came up here. And so the solution to that is the Knight of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles. Which very much speaks to, I mean, I wonder if there'd been another Empress in the card if she'd come up here. Because that's what the Queen of Pentacles is. Sit, I feel like she's sitting in for the Empress, another Empress here, which is slow and steady. Every Empress knows that. It doesn't happen overnight. But to grow something, to grow a baby, to grow crops, right? It takes time. But it, it, there's also growth. This is not sitting and waiting for something to happen. We're still moving forward. We're still taking what, doing each step as it comes up. So there is movement here and concrete, physical, not concrete, um, but as in solid movement. It's, I'm going to get one more for this future. Actually, not from this deck. No wonder that one's coming up. Let's try one more. nothing more i was trying to be i was trying to be cheeky and get more information it's basically the knight of pentacles again you can't make this up that's that's the real advice is that whether you're taking something out whether you are you know bored and stuck and whatever so you can sit there saying i'm bored or nothing's happening the knight of pentacles is what are you doing are you sitting planning like what you know you've had this experience you have this foresight you know what you're afraid of even so we've got everything that we need. What's the next step? Let's go step by step. Going back to Neil Gaiman, I don't know why he's coming up so strongly in this. Bloody hell. But um, anyone that knows, I know I know why Neil Gaiman's come up. It's because my sister was watching Coraline with my nephew yesterday. That's why. She loves that. She loves Coraline. Neil Gaiman wrote, Neil Gaiman wrote Coraline and she, she loves the, the movie Coraline. And... He used to, when how he wrote Coraline, if anyone knows Coraline, which nobody would publish it, he thought it wouldn't be published. He'd never thought Coraline was going to be published. And he says that at one point he was writing 50 words, not pages, not lines, 50 words a night before bed because he was so busy. He had so much going on. So every night before bed, he'd write, instead of reading before bed, he wrote 50 words. And that's the night of the, and you know, it, it may not sound like a lot, which is what he says in that. He, 50 words does not sound like a lot. But, you know, after 10 days, that's 500 words. You know, uh, even if you did, if you did 50 words a, a, a year, am I going to do the maths on this? No, I'm not. But, you know, if you wrote 50 words every night for a year, like that's a lot you've got there. You have a lot 
of what so that 50 words a night just a few thoughts added here a few notes written here right you know we can do that that's what the knight of pentacles i think is saying that you can get going on this sometimes we want these vast you know um swathes of time or you know where we have time to do things it doesn't work that way we don't always have that so we squeeze in what we can when we can um this does not mean and especially if we do that he may not want to sacrifice like time with his family or time that he's spending on another kind of worthwhile to him project so that's what i get with this where we're saying oh no i haven't finished doing this yet and i'm stuck and i'm bored and i want to do this the knight pentacles are we can start moving in the other direction even if we haven't fully gotten rid of our responsibilities or what we're doing here we're, we're winding things down or we're finding a new way of doing it because the knight of wands wants to fully immerse himself in the adventure right knight of pentacles is that virgo energy how do we do this in the most efficient way as possible that may be 50 words a night i know why neil gaiman's coming up as well i think he's a scorpio sun if i remember correctly i think he's a scorpio sun he's gemini rising i forget his moon maybe leo i don't remember um but yeah it's there's no excuses but i mean try giving a virgo excuses right that's it's got that feel to it with that knight of pentacles there here's the advice the emperor that yes this is about what we are growing yes it's the yin energy of the empress what we're nurturing and what we're growing right but the emperor and it's a lovely emperor in this look at this it's this lion beautiful lion it, it's like hey but at the end of the day it's it's about based on who you are who are you and you might say, oh, I am the Knight of Wands. I am the Knight of Pentacles. I am the Queen of Cups. I am the Ten of Wands. I am the Star. Like, whatever it is that you say. Right. But this is not the Empress. We're not growing into the Star. We're not growing into the Knight of Wands. We're not growing into the Knight of Pentacles. The Emperor is, if you are that person, then you act like that person. You make choices from that person. You're responsible for that as that person. Whoever is Aries, right? Whoever you are in this pick one whoever you say you are and that's where the page of pentacles comes from where we have these values remember i say i value my health but you never work out that's the emperor was saying well if you value your health your page of pentacles you value these are these are the explorations that you've had this is what you've experienced knight of wands witness then who the hell are you now what are you doing from that place what are your long-term commitments so again, there's a whole thing about foresight. There's a whole thing about plans that we're making, seeing ahead, seeing consequences of our actions. Three of Pentacles, planning for the future. But they're all Pentacles. So we're physically doing something and they're all physical and we're physically doing something. Five of Wands, right? This is the challenge card that things aren't perfect. You know, but it's that it's this kind of agitation it's like trying to find the best way to do things it's pulling out some new moves it's different expressions of who you are who you have become from all of this how are you doing that how are you committed to that how are you moving forward from this but that's that is taking complete ownership because we are the emperor and the empress at the same time right i wonder if um actually let me just check i might still have it up I might see something around. So when was this for? Okay, that was the new moon. 
just wanted to see what, what Mars is doing. Oh, okay. So Mars hasn't done it yet, but oh, okay. So there, I'm looking at this Monday, the 20th of November. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. As this week winds down, as this week comes to an end, I know why the Emperor comes up here. I, that was Mars. It was talking to me. Um, Mars, the sun is going to conjunct Mars. So as we come to the end of this week, and I think it's around Friday, I made a note of it somewhere a while back. So Friday, when the Thursday, Friday, depending on where you are in the world, and then for the next two or three days, they changed like a few degrees together or something. Mars is conjunct the sun. So you've got this emperor energy. That's, you know, Mars rules Aries and the sun's there. This is your ego, your identity. Who are you? What are you going to do? How are you going to go for this? What's the action you're going to take? How do you step forward? How is your ego re actualized, realized? Like how do you express it out in the world? How do you go and do this? What, and based on your long-term commitments, based on what you're willing to, how you're willing to change, how you're willing to go test yourself, challenge yourself for the sake of a challenge, so you can be all you need to be, so you can climb a 50-foot wall, so you can go fly, so you can be the greatest climber that there ever was, so you can, whatever it is, by the end of this week, you know, I, I guess, especially with the emperor coming up now that I've seen that this is, and we go into next week like this as well. There is this kind of get up and go. And let's not forget, you know, after Mars finishes up in Scorpio, and it can be intense. Those end degrees of Scorpio are intense. Mars will enter a fire sign. It will enter Sagittarius. So yes, very action oriented. Um, you don't have to race ahead and you don't have to run around willy-nilly but this is about you know re remember what this came up with the timing stuff it's not just about being in the present moment but it's not about being afraid of the future either it's drawing a line under the past and facing the future without fear that's the ma main message here but the advice is very clear with the emperor yes you're growing yes you're nurturing yes you're a gardener every garden gardener knows this you know it may sound really and take it from me it may sound lovely and relaxing being out in the garden it is a lot of work it is a hell of a lot of work you know you think oh, i'll just quickly go out and do this and then three hours later you're still out there you know tying this bag watering that making sure pests don't get into this like there's a lot of work that goes into it it's the same with this and i feel like that work and i don't say work but with the knight pentacles it is time to get moving we can get moving on this and don't forget with the world and judgment the card that comes after it is the fool and yet the stand-in for the fool is the knight of pentacles is the queen of pentacles it's what we nurture and grow we can start to do that now this is going to take time and it begins now there you go my lovelies those are your messages if you got anything out of this video please don't forget to like share and subscribe i forgot to say at the beginning but don't forget you only have until the 9th of december so that'll be a couple of weeks by the time this goes up you know you've only got until the 9th of december to book a reading with me there's everything in the description for that if you would like to make a donation you now and thank you thank you to everyone that does that um someone just said to me yesterday that you know what a difference it would make if everyone just you know uh, did she say ponied up or i don't know what word she used um just a couple of bucks it would make a, a big it would make a big difference guys especially at this time because i'm not going to be doing personal readings anymore um i'm in an in-between stage myself so you know i get it but i want to say thank you to everyone that does support me to keep the lights on and to keep this work going uh, it's been a challenge but you guys have helped me and supported me so much 
um like i said everything's in the description i love you guys very much i will see you next time but that's all for now goodbye